This is The Fifth Dimension. This is your host, Captain Fred, and today is October the 23rd of 2022, and today's broadcast is going to be kind of like the other broadcasts. I'm going to talk a little bit about what happened in 1974-1975 that was spoken of in my father's publication the rise and fall of the United States. It says this book is uh, is published for the purposes of informing the people of the United States and the rest of the world about the great conspiracy to destroy our great nation, our churches, state, country, and local government. Says so they've assembled this book by 27 of the world's greatest writers and patriotic organizations so you may study in depth the trend in which our government has been following for the past 60 years and to bring you inside information that you may not have had the opportunity to study before. The stories in this book are documented and assembled in chronological order to bring you the truth about your United States government as they have taken place in our lives over the past 60 years and how a private corporation has destroyed your government, your constitution, and your rights as a United States citizen. This publication never really hit the streets. There was a few thousand copies of it that were printed in... I believe, and I, I'm not totally sure exactly what trend, what happened or what transpired with this book. I remember seeing cases of the book, but I believe there was a investor that uh, came in and bought all the copies of the book. So the ones that I have, I guess, um, are just what's left of it. I've tried different places to to find more information. I had one listener a few years ago that checked into the National Archive and found it listed, but there were no copies or any information about it. And it and it's my intention, I think, to to maybe use the book to let people know that that what's been happening to us here the last few years. It's just the newest version of what these controllers have been doing to us for the last, well, going on close to 100 years now, or more than 100 years. Uh, The corporation that was referred to as the private corporation that's taken down the United States, most people believe it would be the Federal Reserve. A lot of people would 
believe that it would be the Council on Foreign Relations. But the, pri the private bank or the Federal Reserve Bank is uh, a closely held bank that prints money and lends it to the United States. One of the articles in the book was entitled The Oil Hoax. This is appropriate now, I think, because we've just come from a, a period of time where gas and oil has been artificially inflated, I believe, or it's my opinion, to enrich the rents of the oil companies. But the book is, is interesting. It says, it's believed that Nixon paid a political debt when Representative Les Aspen, Democrat Wisconsin, reported that 417 oil executives and directors of 178 companies contributed approximately $5 million to re-elect Nixon. And in addition to this, the stockholders paid the fines of those oil companies executives found guilty of making illegal contributions to the campaign. I'm sorry. It's a known fact the government depends largely on the statistics furnished by the oil companies concerning the state of their own industry. It was reported in 1972, Texaco, Mobile, Gulf, and other oil corporations paid less than 3% in federal taxes on net income prior to taxes. It's not, is it not true that just as many oil tankers have departed from Middle Eastern ports since the so-called oil and gas shortage as before. The Associated Press reported 20 large American corporations control 95% of this country's known oil reserves and dominate control of all major energy alternatives such as uranium, coal, and gas. Of course, this book was published before there was solar or wind. It is very strange that nothing was reported about our being short on oil and gas until after the 1972 presidential election Prior to this time, gas stations were being built on every corner, and outrageous prices were being paid for the land. To fully understand the oil crisis, you must understand the conspirators and what kind of government you have. You no longer have a government by the people, for the people and of the people. You have a government of the super rich for socialism against the will of the people. 
it is even more important to understand that desired synthesis synthesis in socialism within the government owns everything and the international bankers own the government. Your rubber stamp Congress has considered at least 600 bills relating to energy, but all too many of them seem to be aimed at discouraging needed investment in energy development. The environmental crackpot stopped the Alaskan pipeline. The field was discovered in 1968, and the pipeline was designed to start operation in 1973. Had this project not been stopped by the Environmental Protection Agency, there would be no oil shortage today. That's an interesting paragraph, isn't it? Representative Les Aspen of Wisconsin reported that 417 oil... Okay, that was part of that other paragraph. Windfall profits of big oil companies climbed in millions of dollars. And this is just a few examples. Royal Dutch Shell's profit surged some 175% in the fourth quarter to an indicated 703 million outstripping gains of most other major oil companies. Atlantic Richfield listed as 87% jump in the first quarter net 93 million while Phillips Petroleum operating earnings soared 150% wow I guess I guess no one's really paid much attention to the windfall profits that the gas and oil companies might have had in the last year as the price of gas skyrocketed people begin to forget about that because of course it's coming down before the election oh wait a second that was mentioned that well (laughs) the state of the industry was reported 1972 oh wait now what is this this is 2022 that's 50 years isn't it It's interesting that that a book that that my father wasn't a uh, educated man by most people's standards, but it's interesting that that he could put together a a, a publication that would say things like, "Well, say things that are being said on the RBN today." It's believed the conspirators have already crushed the no-fuel auto invention by Edwin Gray, which would bankrupt even major oil companies, auto manufacturers, every major utility company in the United States. Not one word was published by the national news gathering agencies. The only publicity, publicity that is received was by the National Tatler, July 1st of 1973. 
that's you know that's been a rumor or that's been a, a topic on so many different platforms i i don't even know anybody that's not ever discussed the fact that there have been no few automobiles says conspiracy big oil companies 1974 the 30 large companies used in chase manhattan banks annual studies controlled by the rockefellers on the oil industry drilled only 12 percent of the exploratory test independent or small companies believed not owned or controlled by the international conspirators in the 1974 analysis drilled 88% of last year's exploratory wells seeking new reserves for production. That's interesting, too, because uh, about two months ago, I drove through West Texas, and it's just amazing how many oil wells were being drilled. All of them were small drill platforms. They weren't the huge Baker Hughes or... um, or the huge oil wells. They were small wildcatters. And all the pump jacks were pumping. I saw this. And yet, the people are being told that there is no oil. More facts. December 1st of 1974, records show that 1,628 rotary drilling rigs were in operation, which was the highest level since 1963. In 1955, the records show there were 2,687 drilling rigs set in operation. In other words, today, we are 1,059 rigs short of a 1955 level. Well, that was 20 years. One oil driller in Odessa, Texas, and they couldn't use his name because I'm pretty sure it's somebody most people would recognize, said that if he brought in a well and it would flow a billion barrels a day, it would not cure our oil shortage because some federal crackpot would condemn and close it down. This billion barrel a day would not fit into the plan of Zionist conspirators. To bring about World War III for world rule by the money changers. The oil shortage was well planned by the international bankers. Does anybody out there feel like maybe this last two years was planned by the international bankers? Or am I the only one that feels this way? Yeah, the Rise and fall of the United States was a title that uh, that they chose because I think it it really rang true for most people that were looking for some alternative source of information. actually is the this national voters quorum that 
my father and the 27 authors tried to put together in 1973, 4, and 5. Who were those people? They were people probably a lot like the, the host and the producers on Republic Broadcasting. Here's an article by Paul Manning, staff writer. Um, I don't think I ever met Paul Manning. It says, cut federal spending $270 billion. That sounded like a lot of money back then. There's not enough money in the world to finance the runaway socialist government of the United States. In 1922, federal spending was only $3 billion a year. In 1962, $102 billion. In 1968, $168 billion. In 1976, $350 billion with a $52 billion deficit. <laughs> God, you know, I think if my father were alive, he... Well, I, I know what he might say about it. Says the National Voters Quorum policy to cut $270 billion federal spending would save each family in the United States approximately $4,320 a year. I heard an interesting statistic, statistic that was, well, there's statistics and and lies and damn lies or something like that. Anyway, it was that for every billion dollars the United States government spends, it costs the taxpayer $700. So this $4,320 for $270 billion federal spending would be accurate or reasonably accurate considering that what I heard was recent, and this was over 50 years ago. There must be a formula for deficit spending. The National Voters Quorum policy is to close down the Department of Health, Education and Welfare, and its affiliated agencies and terminate all employees. Wow. The National Voters Quorum <laughs> sounded like they might have something to do with, <laughs> with, um, with the way people feel today. I don't know if I, I think I hear some music in the background. I'm not really sure if they want to take a break. We can take a break if you'd like to, Sam. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. 
To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S. I was so disappointed with the coffee so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. You know, a lot of people over the years have been saying the same things about this uh, this government that we have right now, or this governance that uh, exists in our country. And my father's publica- publication represented a group called the National Voters Quorum. And their policy, well, like I read earlier, to close down the Department of Health, Education, and Welfare. He said that doctors can take care of the health. Local and city schools can educate our children. And the welfare would be handled by city and local government. For example, HEW spends about $112 billion a year. That's health, education, and welfare back then. And in 1962, it was a little over $5 billion a year. It's a 20-fold increase just in a few years for them. The national voters' policy is to eliminate all social spending. 
that's not a bad idea for a federal government. To eliminate taxes on individual incomes. No more withholding taxes from payroll checks. No more paying Social Security. Junk the entire Social Security program. Let the federal government issue back to the people all monies collected for Social Security at 4% interest compounded annually, whereas the people will be paid by issuing a government interest-bearing bond that can be cashed at the age of retirement. That's pretty specific. That's not a bad idea, actually. Close down the Department of Agriculture. Release the farmer from the federal government. No more price subsidies. No more price fixing by federal agencies. Make it legal for farmers to ship and deal with any nation in the world. Stop the federal government from trying to destroy farmers with foreign imports. The voters' quorum policy is to close down the State Department, cut 36,000 employees down to a realistic figure, make it a statistical office to streamline the Pentagon and cut civilian employment. I'm sure it's civilian employment by the Pentagon. Here we go. Principles and goals adopted by the National Voters Quorum. You know, before I get into this, I think I'd like to open up the phone lines and maybe invite a few callers in the next half hour. Uh, Phone number is uh, 512-248-8252. I think that's correct. That's 512-248-8252. What are the principles and goals adopted by the National Voters Quorum? Now remember, the Voters Quorum is, is a group of people that wanted to put together a publication to educate the voters of this country and to also empower those voters. They believe that if they could get enough money, they could lobby the people that we elect to do the things that we want them to do. That's kind of insidious, but maybe that's what we need. Number one, buy back the privately owned Federal Reserve System and place it in the hands of Congress. Eliminate corporation-type system. Restore the postal system back to its hands of Congress and eliminate the corporation-type system. Repeal the 16th Amendment and pass a simple national sales tax law and enjoy more abundance under the true American system. Uh, They call it a flat tax now. Withdrawal from the United Nations. It supersedes the Constitution of the United States. 
won't get any argument from me on that. Close down the Central Intelligence Agency Act of 1947. Restore control of the government back to the people and preserve America as a Christian nation. Phase out and close down the Department of Health, Education, and Welfare and legislate special laws to care for the aged and handicapped. I don't, I don't know if I really agree with that. I think I hear some music coming up too. We're going to take another break. Again, that's 512-248-8252. This is Captain Fred in the Fifth Dimension. We'll be back in just a little while. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? 
It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Well, I hope that you've been having the time of your life. Just remember, you gotta always think twice. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. But there was something so special about that day Even your emotions had an echo There's so much space And when you're out there without a care Yeah, I was out of touch But it wasn't because I didn't know enough No I just knew too much I don't know, but we've been in this situation for 120 years, just specifically, and even before that, there's documentation that that says the same thing of these governments. There may be there may be a lot of ways that we can bring this government into into line with the needs of the people. And the National Voters Quorum that my father envisioned back 50 years ago had, had principles that they tried, to, tried to, to set and to live by. He, well, they said that they'd like to uh, close down the Environmental Protection Agency and have Congress to legislate, but let county and state health departments enforce the regulation. They wanted to remove federal control from the farmers and stop monopolistic buying by the brokers and enforce the antitrust laws more towards the giant corporations. Boy, that's certainly something that needs to be done these days. Stop incompetent federal spending without due consideration on all issues by our lawmakers. Our lawmakers are rubber stampers. I don't think they read most of the things that they sign. It says curtail all free food shipments and foreign assistance programs around the world without special legislation and supervision by Congress or their appointed or elected representatives. Expose, fight, and outlaw communism and socialism in the United States and safeguard liberty against bureaucratic 
fascism. Let me repeat that. Safeguard liberty against bureaucratic fascism. Stop the subversive, found, subversive foundations that are tax-free from funding federal, state, and local government. That seems like a common sense kind of thing. Why would why would the United States government allow a nonprofit corporation or tax-free corporation? Why would they allow them to fund federal, state, and local government? But we do, don't we? That was an issue in 1975. It should be an issue these days. It said repeal the Social Security Act of 1935. Pass special legislation for the elderly, dependent children, needy, blind, and totally disabled. These to be controlled by each state. No executive order or agreement shall supersede the Constitution of the United States and make no secret agreements with any nation or person without the consent of Congress. Establish a reviewing board on all Supreme Court decisions handed down since 1913 with power to report and present evidence and amend our present laws. Wait a second. Let's let's look at that again. Establish a reviewing board on all Supreme Court decisions handed down since 1913. Well, what happened in 1913? Oh, that's right. With power to report and present evidence and amend our present laws. I guess what they felt like was that this um, that the government since 1913 has run pretty much amok. It says elect all Supreme Court judges and federal district judges with a four-year term by the vote of the people. Hmm. I think that's kind of a situation that has manifested some really serious problems in the last election was uh, some of these appointed judges Pass a law to call a special election. Hmm. <laughs> Pass a law to call a special election. If either the president or vice president is removed from office, replacement to be made by the people, except in time of war. Well, we've been in war for years. But that's an interesting idea, too. Pass a law for to call for special elections. Wonder how we could call for special elections. I wonder if it would be a vote that we could take on on the internet. Require I love this this principle right here. It says require each news media reporting agency to be responsible for the truth 
and accuracy of all of the news and make it a federal crime with severe punishment for lying or distorting the news. Wow, what an original idea. Let's make it illegal to lie to the public by the news media. I mean, why wouldn't anybody, why wouldn't anybody stand behind that? <laughs> no wonder they bought this book and hid it for all these years. <laughs> Closed down 112 poverty aid programs and all 11 agencies set up to handle the poverty aid. Most people don't even think about that, but most of <laughs> there we have so many organizations that have been put together to give money away is just crazy. Closed down six of the seven agencies that operate the various water programs. Wow. I you know, this this was this was a, a pretty well down the list, but it becomes really kind of a, a situation now where where that uh, all these agencies uh, that that manage water is coming to the front right now. Establish a government control system over all giant corporations that control the economy of of the nation and limit excess profits. Well, huh. That sounds like Huey Long. Huey Long had a, he was, he was getting ready to campaign against uh, FDR. And FDR had his New Deal. And Huey Long had his share of the wealth. Well, share of the wealth put a cap on giant corporations' profit. And, of course, FDR seized everybody's gold. <laughs> and, of course, FDR... <laughs> ...was president for three terms. And also, um, well, that's right, Huey Long was assassinated by FDR's cousin. says, keep only six of the 1,091 federal assistance programs now in existence. That was in 1975. I wonder how many federal assistance programs there are now. <laughs> That's something I'll try Googling while I'm reading this. <laughs> oh, well. see what comes up for that where was <laughs> I can't believe that was 1975 oh god <clears throat> there's there's over 80 federal welfare programs 
for the single mother. There's, there's actuary tables for federal financial assistance programs and fundings and holy shit, 1,000 is ridiculous. Hmm. I know everybody got their government checks during their pandemic lockdown. Oh, well. Let's get back to this. I'm <laughs> well, that was, um, where was I? Oh, closed down the 20 federal agencies and departments that handles 470 elect educational subsidy programs. Let me read this one more time. Close down the 20 federal agencies and departments that handles 470 educational subsidy programs. I wonder how many programs there are now. That was 50 years ago. Do you think that they've repealed any of those? I don't think so. Hmm. Close down the eight federal agencies that operate the 69 vocational programs that are supposed to be training manpower. Confiscate all funds of tax-free foundations that are found financing communist, Zionist, and communist front organizations and apply these funds to our national debt. <laughs> Close down the 10 federal regional councils set up to govern the 10 federal regions within the 50 states. Executive Order 11647, February 10th of 1972. These regions are set up to destroy city, county, and state government by a dictatorship-type government. Safeguard the rights of the American citizens by limiting the number of immigrants allowed to come to this country and deport all aliens now living in the United States. Limit the number who would be allowed citizenship in the United States by the welfare and the will of the American taxpaying people who, in effect, would elect a representative from each state to rule on all applications. Wow, that's, a lot of people are talking about that one. Require a popular vote on any res resolution or decision that will affect the lifestyle and well-being of the American people as a whole. Makes sense. Make it a federal crime with severe punishment for any person, persons, or organizations who openly threatens to murder or do bodily harm to any person or organization from the United States or any country while they are in the territory of the United States of America. Well, that makes sense. You 
if you threaten to murder somebody, I, I think that is illegal, actually. But I think what we should be doing is enforce some of these laws. Make it a federal crime with severe punishment for any organization, person, or persons who try to destroy our Christian tradition and religion or for any reason harms or harasses another person or organization who tries to bring forth truth and information that would discredit such organization, person, or persons. Allow no subversive, secret or open organization to exist or operate in the United States who employs such tactics. Wow. Man, you know, they got down to some I guess they were suffering the same issues back then. You know, uh, I, I opened the phone lines a while ago, and I've got a caller right now. I'm sorry uh, I've been kind of involved in reading this. We have Tom in Utah. Tom, how are you doing today, Tom? I was just going to say, if all this stuff is enacted, look at the unemployment that will occur. If you get rid of all the bureaucracy, the overload, the useless paper pushers, They'll put millions of people out of a job. That's not good for the economy. What are we going to do? <laughs> well, I'm not really sure the economy depends on the government to work anyway. I mean, you can you can lay them all off and they still would get paid. I mean, that's probably the reason why most of the United States is satisfied to, to exist under this totalitarian regime that we have right now is because they enjoy their their stipend that they get from the government. I mean, I get money from the government. How about you, Tom? Well, the money I put in, yeah. Me too. They're not giving me a gift. They're giving me what I put in over a lifetime of labor. Well, we covered that. That was one of the principles of the National Voters Quorum was to... uh, to disband the Social Security Act and to refund everybody's money at retirement with 4% interest. Man, we'd be doing a lot better, wouldn't we, Tom? Yeah, that's right. I believe that's why they are terrified of Donald Trump, because Donald Trump, remember, he's famous for those words, you're fired. When I was back in D.C., that was a feeling that I got back there, that the people were terrified that this individual who was noted for saying those words might get into power he and got famous, I thought he got famous saying that on his uh, situation TV show uh, what was that called The Apprentice that was, the his, Apprentice. that was his famous byline you're fired yeah that you know people confuse that I, you know I'm I, I, I kind of believe that that we haven't really had an elected president in quite some time. And I believe that, uh, like Phyllis Shafley said back in the 60s, that uh, most of these presidents are selected. They're not elected. Oh, yes. Yeah. You don't get up You don't get up to that position, even that step away from the presidency, without being, I would say, uh, um, prepared or groomed for that position. And that grooming requires... That grooming requires being buddy-buddy with everybody on the way. Well, I think maybe we could 
um, set up a model for it a little differently than that, Tom. I think the model would be that um, there are coalitions that put together candidates. And the coalitions are assembled from, uh, well, from media and from the uh, money people, the, the, the big Business, money people, yeah. the... Yeah, and I think industries like the petroleum industry. Right, well, like the petroleum industry, most people don't realize that uh, Donald Trump in 1984 bought his million-dollar yacht and I think was financed a lot by uh, uh, an oil billionaire named Aiden and Khashoggi. Aiden and Khashoggi was Prince, uh, was King Saab's, brother-in-law and Aiden worked for one of our military companies back then I think it was Lockheed that was manufacturing the F-16 well Aiden made a lot of money selling F-16s to the Middle East and it was real lucrative he got to be one of the richest men in the world by that his hundred foot yacht he used to use as a moving country he would move it to locations so that people that he would visit could come to his yacht and negotiate and do business deals without being associated with a, a particular region and in 1950 uh, 1984 donald trump bought that and most people don't really realize that without the support of the Middle East oil and with Israel, Trump might not have had the the good fortune that he, he did he, that he did have. I think that the one telling thing that that kind of spills a lot of Donald Trump's uh, beans for his coalition was his uh, his executive order in September of nineteen of uh, twenty nineteen which was, in essence, warp speed. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but warp speed was an executive order that Trump had put together in September. That was right at the time they did the, the um, what was it, the uh, 201 event where they put together the uh, pandemic or they practiced the pandemic then. I, th- I think Trump is is a shrewd businessman. I think he's exactly. a tremendous actor. I, I, he's a tremendous actor. I think that um, I think that we have to beware of jumping into that bandwagon because so far that I can see, Trump still hasn't uh, said much about the uh, his position with the facts or the cop shot or whatever. Well, literally, I, I lived in New Jersey and New York. I know the game that they have to play. And if he went against Pfizer and the big groups, the big money groups, they would, they would, you know, at least politically or literally cut his throat. I mean, I was in D.C. I got to feel that feeling, that lobby that's on K Street. It is power. And hardly anybody within the halls of Congress can do anything without the permission or the okay of these men on K Street. 
when I'd go into a office, you know, I was working on this poisoning issue that you see on GassingAmerica.com. As I was exposing right. that poisoning of 34 million people in the United States, I'd walk out, I'd be in my Levi's and my cowboy shirt, maybe, well, not really, I was being just common street clothes, rather humble. I'd see, be sitting in the lobby waiting, or the uh, waiting room, there'd be three or four other guys in shark skin suits, and they were all from the pharmaceutical medical industry. That's the power. And the whatever sword. I said would be negated by three other guys. Well, the power of public so, opinion is is an awesome power because you can, if 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 you're dependent on the opinion of the of the uninformed, it's pretty easy to manipulate how that goes. The the media, I, I read one of those principles that that they said at the National Voters Quorum that that it should be a it should be a crime to lie to the public. And people that uh-huh. have done it, they should face some justice. And, and you know, when they repealed the, what was it, the months, um, I can't remember the law, Obama repealed it that made it illegal to, to uh, lie to the public. But say, Tom, hang on for just a little bit longer here. Uh, we're going to have to take a station break. This is Captain Fred. We have Tom in Utah on. This is the Fifth Dimension. We'll talk to you in a few minutes. Welcome to your life There's no turning back Even while we're sleeping We will find you Acting on your best behavior Turn your back on Mother Nature Everybody wants to Biden announced pardons for marijuana possession. I'm Peter Serafine with today's Liberty Minute. Yesterday, Biden announced pardons for citizens convicted federally of possession of marijuana or convicted in Washington, D.C. Pardons do not apply to any other offense or to non-citizens. Biden also urged governors to do the same in their state. This mass pardon event might be a political stunt, something of an October surprise, but it also might be the best thing Biden has done. This is a prison release that I can actually get behind. I don't think anyone should be in prison for a nonviolent, victimless crime. Although an administration official said that there was currently nobody in federal prison solely for possession of marijuana, I'm sure the 6,500 people with federal convictions on record appreciate pardons. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until tomorrow, Sivas Pashem, Parabellum. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.